Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another fine edition of Podcast Room 303. This is episode 13. And boy, do we not have much for you today. Nick and I are actually going to try to speed through this to try to make a PR, which is a podcast record, for quickest possible. So, Nick, what's our trivia question today? Oh, I, 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 we're not going to even exchange uh, pleasantries at the beginning? Uh, did you not just right. hear the you, – you're dicking around. That's 10 seconds you just murdered. Get on it with the trivia. All right, so for our trivia question this evening, in honor of Tiger Woods' return to the Memorial Tournament, which is currently being played right now, he is minus one through the first round. He has won the Memorial Tournament five times, Jermaine. How many tour events has El Tigre won at least five times? And a double bonus if you can give me the person that is in second place, as in how many different events have they won five times? That answer, obviously, coming at the end of the show. Man, Tiger Woods, it's probably got to be like three events that he's won five times. Nope. No. Is it a high number? It's it's going to blow your mind, yeah. Oh, man. All right, so we got to get to the trivia now so I can find out what the answer is. No. <laughs> At the end. <laughs> All right. So I saw, I, I saw this little factoid when I was browsing the internet uh, this week bet- between our last episode. Uh, do you know that I, I saw this fact that Russell Wilson is the only QB in NFL history to lead his team to a winning record in his first eight seasons? Wow. And this man has zero MVP votes. <laughs> a, a well-discussed topic on the podcast. The disrespect Russell Wilson gets is odd. Like, everyone thinks he's the unanimous second-best quarterback in the league right now, but it's also like he's just kind of an afterthought. You know what I mean? Everyone's like Lamar, Deshaun, Brady, Rodgers, Breeze. Rock- is there anyone else? Rock- is there anyone else? Yeah, exactly. any, anyone got anybody else? Oh, that Kyler Murray kid's nice. Oh, that yeah, he, he'll be pretty good this year. <laughs> and then you're like, oh yeah, Russell Wilson. Oh, oh, he Cam Newton signed with the Patriots. Where is he? <laughs> yeah, pick Skinwell, right? That's right. Oh man, dude, that's pretty crazy. So no other quarterback in their first eight seasons of playing has had a winning record all eight seasons in the history of the NFL. No quarterback has led his team to a winning record in his first eight seasons. Man, that is uh, has, has, has had a winning record in every one of his first eight seasons. Because the way I just said it seemed like no quarterback in his first eight seasons has led his team to a winning record. <laughs> oh, man, that's pretty impressive. Russell, Very impressive. Wilson, Russell Wilson doing Russell Wilson things, dude. And no MVP votes. Again, let me bring that up. He throws such a beautiful deep ball, dude. He's a fun quarterback. To what block. was that, that that ball last year that he threw to Tyler Lockett? D- did you see that the stat cast that said it was like a 3.6% chance catch probability? I, I think it was a little low. I think it was in the twos. It was that absurd about how preposterous that like the only place he could put it, he put it. And then Tyler And it was like it was like off his back foot falling away and he put it in the perfect spot. It's almost disrespectful what he does. With I would say pigskin well just sums it up. <laughs> pigskin pig, pig best probably. Pigskin best. Well, there there are certain young listeners who would think that old Patty Mahomes. No, he's already why? crowned why, the goat. Why, why did why did something happen? Did he receive uh, a couple of Brinks trucks in his front yard lately? <laughs> I, 
I think they I think they gave him the first ever Brinks uh jet, <laughs> jet plane. Jet plane. A, a, D, a Brinks G6. Yeah, exactly. So, did you so being the NBA expert on the podcast, there is a dis, well, uh, maybe not a disturbing trend, maybe a, a good trend that's happened so far, but uh Jonathan Kuminga Right, the uh, second top five prospect and the fifth prospect overall in the 2020 uh, college recruiting class has chosen the D or the G League over college. What are your thoughts on this? I love it. Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck I fuck the NCAA. That's, that's that's why I was gonna say, oh, this is bad, but that not really because the the they're getting. I mean, look at the sex. Look at the success, Jesus. Look at the success that. Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, LeBron James have had coming straight from high school. There has to be a couple of other players in every generation that can go, that can make the jump straight from high school and don't have to deal with one year not really caring about athletics or not really caring about academics just to get paid to play basketball. Yeah. You know, college isn't for everyone. And, uh, you know, college would probably still be there. I mean, I don't really care. I, I love March Madness, but I don't like the NCAA. So if they go away, I won't be upset, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we got by this year. Yeah. I made it through March this year. Um, yeah, I think I love it, dude. I think, uh, they're taking control of it. And what's so strange in America, right. Is that if you're good enough to perform, you should be paid, right? Just like everywhere else. Like there's 13-year-old kids like signed to first club teams in soccer around the world, you know, going through their training academies. And I and, mean, Messi got signed at like, what, eight? <laughs> to yeah. go over to Barcelona to do yeah. their academy? And, you know, it's like this whole big thing. And, and instead, we're over here and – uh Poo-pooing 18-year-olds for trying to make money. Yeah, and it's like the whole thing is just like you're 18. You're an adult now. You're supposed to get paid. And if you're good at something, you're supposed to be able to get paid at it. Like that's yeah. the whole point. Like if, yeah. you, if you can draw well, you get paid for being able to draw well. You imagine you drew a dope drawing and they're like, no, no, sorry. No, no, like, you're you're 20. You're, you're, you don't have the eligibility to go pro yet. <laughs> That'd be wild, dude. So good for him. Speaking of getting paid, there's two NFL stars that also had Brinks trucks driven to their uh, their front lawn. Derrick Henry, right, four years, fifty million, twenty five point five of it guaranteed, and Miles Garrett, five years, one hundred twenty five million dollars, making him, I believe, the highest AAV approximate annual value of any defensive player in the history of the NFL. Is that correct? Yeah, he topped Khalil Mack with this deal. Yeah. So it almost, so I, I have two observations from both these deals, Jermaine. It almost seems like players who don't hold out get paid. Um, and it almost seems like GMs are, are kind of trying to uh, get the guys in their rookie deal before they have a chance to hold out and paying them with extensions with probably less money than they would have demanded on the open market but still a gang of money. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Derrick Henry's money is cute compared to Miles Garrett, but, you know, running backs who hold out don't get paid. So Derrick Henry made sure that he signed a contract and he guaranteed himself some money. Some $25 million, yeah. The, the best part is, and I love it from the Tennessee Titans' perspective, the GM um, 
essentially inked him to a one and a half year deal. So if Derrick Henry blows out, which is highly likely because they're, they're intending to give him the rock 5,600 times this season. <laughs> I think that's, that's not even approximate. No, that's a, a direct quote from Mike Rabel. And if he didn't say it, I don't believe it. And so what did he, he did say he was going to cut his dick off and he didn't do that. So don't believe anything Mike Rabel has to say. That's true. He's a big old liar. But you know, you know, I love me some GMing. I love the contracts, the numbers, the minutia. And then another finer detail is that actually, by signing Derrick Henry to this uh, contract, they freed up more cap space, which brings in my other bold prediction that Tennessee will sign Jadavion Clowney. So let's go. Or you got a shotgun of beer? Yeah, that yeah, is, that the, that's that's episode number one of of three hundred three. Daddy's not trying to shotgun, baby. <laughs> well, you are. You're just not trying to do it for losing a bet. Yeah. And then uh, Zion Williamson left the bubble, bro. So NBA's plans are why, ruined. Why did, he, why did he leave the bubble? Family medical emergency. It was labeled urgent. I don't need more well, than they, that. That's, that's HIPAA violation right there. That sucks because, like you and I both said, they want John ja Morant and Zion Williamson to be in this this playoff tournament. I they still have Jaw though and and he loves his Kraft mac and cheese. So Yeah, I'm just, so their thing is they want the Lakers spotlight on one of those two young stars cuz I mean they're they're bona fides. Is that how you say that word? Is that yes. how you say that word? <laughs> yeah. Bon bon bonfides. Bonfides. Yeah. Bonafides. Yeah, so they're they're superstars. Uh, in the making, so it's it's a brilliant way to to get either one of those two. Uh, who knows if Zion returns, and if he returns, I'm sure he's going to have to quarantine. So it's going to be a whole thing. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't miss any games, but more importantly, hopefully, hopefully, whatever the emergency was is taken care of, and that's all good. And we'll see him next season. That's so. that's the most important thing. So, and then and then finally, uh, the final item of our news blast, we were going to clown Real Madrid because early uh, yesterday they released a jersey of theirs that said Champions 34 uh and they weren't champions yet. <laughs> yeah. So, we were going to clown them and we really hoped that some sweet karmatic revenge would come in and kick them in the ass. But unfortunately, they won today. Barca lost. Well, that it didn't really matter if Barca won or lost, but they won. They are now they've now claimed their 34th La Liga title and and taken the trophy back from Barca. So, congrats <laughs> congrats to uh Real Madrid. And okay, we've talked about Real enough. Fuck. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> moving on. So another Fight Island is airing this weekend because last night uh, Fight Island 2 took place with Cater beating Dan Ige in a five-round slugfest. It was great. It was a great fight. I really liked it. Dan Ige gave him a lot, but Cater definitely controlled it. One, it was pretty It was pretty clear and dominant decision and now caters coming for uh i mean he's already called his shot he wants volkanovsky so cater cater wants volkanovsky i don't know how i feel about that cater has good chances but i'd have to really sit back and think about that one a little more do you think cater Um, has to fight holloman first or holloway first uh no 
I think Max, dude, that featherweight division stacked. But I think Max, <laughs> I think Max is going to have to move on to maybe not 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 smaller fights, but he's going to have to take on a few yeah. other competitors. Also, who's this Russian back. dude? Who's this Russian dude sitting at two in the welterweight? His name is like Kamid, and then some Russian name that I'm not even going to attempt to butcher. Is it Zamagamadov? That's probably it. Yeah. I might have butchered that too, but let's see. I'm typing in the welterweight rankings just to. You said He's welterweight. Not, uh, whatever, it, whatever division Holloway and uh, Volkanovski are. It's uh, welterweight, right? No, it's not. Welterweight is Usman. What are they? Uh, featherweight. Middle, featherweight. Featherweight. There we go. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm pulling up the rankings. Yeah. Okay. So he's actually. He's like 18 and one. Yeah, this this is this rankings is wrong, but it oh, doesn't matter. Right. Uh, the one I pulled up is wrong, so it's got uh, Chan Sung Jung at three. The Korean zombie. Yeah, I don't think oh. that's not yeah. right. I don't think that's right because the 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 dude is is the Russian dude is at two and he's like eighteen and one. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, that's Zabit Maga Med. <laughs> Sure. Wow. You you crushed it the first time, and I think you convinced me and everybody else that you had it. And then that no, time I you... said the I said the wrong name. I wasn't even close. <laughs> this is Magomed had... Cherapov. Maga 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 Mega Maga Mega Morphin Power Rangers. Maga Mod Sharapov? I don't know, dude. But that dude's actually Maria really Sharapova is fighting so in the he, he's the fighter nobody wants to face. I because he's a <laughs> Russian dude. Because you know how every division has that one dude that nobody yeah. wants to face? Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't see Brian Ortega on this list, so I don't even know. So just a, <laughs> just a note for any MMA fans at home, don't use uh, RankingMMA.com, the site. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've, been, you've been banned, RankingMMA.com. <laughs> the, uh, the official not-used website for podcasts. That's right, the ofi- officially. But so take us through so take us through the main uh card this weekend on on Fight Island. I guess you call it Fight Island 3, but they're calling it uh Benavides and Figarella or Fig uh, I, I always butcher names. Yeah, it's it's UFC Fight Night. It's just a UFC Fight Night, but it's yeah. Devison uh figure out. Now I'm messing it up because of you. Yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> and, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, him, Figueredo, and Joseph Benavides for the flyweight title. So this is the second time they're meeting. In the first one, uh, Figueredo didn't make weight. Benavides was kind of clowning him for it. And then Benavides got knocked out cold, and no one walked out with the <laughs> flyweight title. So this one has all the bad blood. Benavides is yeah, super upset. He's a chacha magacho, though. So I think Figueroa take, takes him and wins that belt and – becomes the king of that division. And, and if then, you guys and if you guys do side with Jermaine and you're looking for a good bet to take, yeah, because like Figuerella dropped him last time five times. Again, the unofficial uh sports book of the podcast. We're working on making it the official. By working I mean waiting until they listen to our podcast and offer us a sponsorship. Yeah. Um I would take the Figuerella TKO KO bet, which right now is plus one twenty. 
I like that bet a lot. I like that bet a lot. So before we get to the breaking news of the week, which oh, was Jesus. Uh, a good old fashioned Washington. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We're no, we're in no rush, but uh, we're going to go through a quick little article that I found today. Are you ready? Yeah. What do you All got? Right. So there was this nine bold predictions posted on Bleacher Report. And you know, okay. I, love, I love me some bold predictions. I get okay. outlandish with some of them. So I'm going to run through the nine and then you rank them from most likely to least okay. likely. Okay. All right. Go. So, so <clears throat> Pittsburgh wins the AFC North. Okay. All right. And then, uh-huh. then Green Bay Packers miss the playoffs. I have my number one. <laughs> Damn! I don't want to hear the other seven. That's my number one. Okay, that's your number one. Over that's, my most, that's my most likely. Overhyped Buccaneers uh, missed the playoffs as well. Okay. Chase Young breaks the rookie sack record of fourteen and a half. Ooh, dude! I know. I said that's same. a nice steak. That's a nice steak off the grill. Nice and juicy. Ooh, Daddy likes. <laughs> so. Miles Garrett will have a record-setting season and win Defensive Player of the Year. I was does pretty he, salty does, about does this. He have, does he have to do both of them? He has to have a record-breaking season and win Defensive Player of the Year? No, we'll make that one just Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, that, yeah, okay, yeah, all right. So I, I was upset when I read that one because I picked him for Defensive Player of the Year last year, and then – you know, we all know he ended a man's life, and well, so well, so a fun little anecdote about Miles Garrett because he got paid that uh, one hundred forty-five million dollars, he can now hit Mason Rudolph on the head two thousand nine hundred thirty-seven more times <laughs> before he runs out of money. So, so just a little stat for you because I know you're a stat guy like me. Okay. Garrett Garrett's disruption rate was the best in the NFL. He registered a pressure on 17.1% of dropbacks in 2019, which was the highest. Is it the average like eight? He was, it was the highest percentage posted by a player since 2016. He also became just one of three players to post a pressure rate of 12% or higher in each of the last three seasons. The other you're, two, reading off, you're reading off pro football focus, aren't you? No, this is in the article. Oh, it's in the article. Okay. The other two, Aaron Donald and Von Miller. With each Browns contest, there was a moment or two in which a quarterback would hit the turf and there'd be only one word to say in response. Miles. Yo, I'm hyped, bro. I'm so hyped. <laughs> okay. I picked him last so that's, year, so I'm on board with that one. That's All what, right. five? All right, five five down. All right, so we're on to six. Bengals finish the season with more wins than the New England Patriots. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. So we have an early title contender for most fucking ridiculous. Okay. Ridiculous. Keep going. Uh, Seven Los Angeles Rams finished last in the NFC West. Yeah, it's not too outlandish. Okay. So essentially, they're saying the Super Bowl from two years ago, both teams are going to be ass water this year. And then eight, eight. Is DeAndre Hopkins will have the best season by wide receiver in Arizona Cardinals history? To give you a little context, the best. Larry Fitzgerald is not retired, correct? No. So the best wide receiver in Arizona history is still sharing the field with him, correct? Yeah, and he's going to shit all over him. Apparently, (laughs) okay. So, so in order for this to happen, here's the three benchmarks DeAndre Hopkins would have to hit. He might not. if he sweeps all three, it's for sure. If he does one of the 
damn, it's probably the best. But we'll see. So he needs to get 110 passes to break Larry Legend's franchise record. Okay. He needs to get 1,599 yards to break David Boston's record. So 1,600. Yeah, okay. David Boston, what a throwback. uh, Right? And then he needs to get 16 touchdowns. Oh, dude, there's no way. <laughs> Just the so you're telling me he needs to post an Antonio Brown 2014 season. Yeah, and Antonio Brown you're, didn't even hit 16 touchdowns. So you're essentially telling me he needs to... I think we, I, we were looking at the stats for DeAndre Hopkins earlier about something. He's hit 110 receptions twice. So that's I'll, I'll give him that. If if they literally feed him the ball, he'll he'll be fine with that. I think that's the one he hits. Sixteen hundred yards isn't sixteen hundred yards like that's like getting into like Mount Olympus of wide receiving seasons. Yeah, it's that's like top twenty five of. And then the and then the touchdowns is the same thing. It's it's a, around the top twenty five mark of touchdowns of the year. Yeah, probably. Okay, all right. So let, so for for context, right, Michael Thomas who Madden did not make a 99 as of yet. They could, they could still do it if they listen to room 303. Yeah. But last year he had 149 receptions, 1,725 yards, and nine touchdowns. Yeah, he's, he's not – no. So basically they're saying DeAndre Hopkins is going to have one of the best wide receiver seasons in NFL history. <laughs> yeah. Not just Arizona history. All right, so last but not least on this, we got a bold prediction for a winner of the MVP and the okay. Super Bowl. Okay. Russell uh, this, Wilson. This gentleman, let me get his get his name because this article is pretty fun. Gary Davenport on, okay. on Bleacher Report. He, All right, uh, Gary, I see you. He hit me with uh, the New Orleans Saints. Oh, with, let's go. With <laughs> win Super Bowl 55. He must be listening to Room 303. Because <laughs> if you remember back in our NFL season win totals podcast, yours truly said the Saints are going to go 16 and 0. I did walk it back since then to 14 and 1. <laughs> 14 and 1, they're not this, even playing 16. <laughs> no, no, they're going to sit out. They're going to they're going to just sit out the last game in protest. I, okay. All right. All right. So and Drew, and Drew Brees wins the MVP as part of his. Prediction. All right. So so l- let me see if I got him right. Pitt wins North. Green Bay misses playoffs. Tampa Bay misses playoffs. Chase Young rookie sack record. Air or uh, Miles Garrett uh, defensive player of the year. Bengals more wins than Patriots. <laughs> That's so freaking ridiculous. I want Rams, Rams, Rams last in NFC West. DeAndre Hopkins has has a, a, <laughs> Madden, a Madden create a pro on easy season. He goes nuclear. Bro. <laughs> he goes nuclear. That was a good one. Uh, and the Saints win the Super Bowl and Drew Brees wins MVP. So I have to rank them from uh, most likely to least likely. Okay, I, Green Bay, number one, most likely. Green Bay missed the playoffs. <laughs> That's one thing that annoys me about five times is I can't put money on uh, teams to miss playoffs. <laughs> that would be a fun <laughs> bet, dude. I, I like Green Bay missing the playoffs. I think it's super likely. I picked Minnesota in our first podcast. So, uh, Number two, hey, Miles hey, Garrett wins. Hold on, hold on. Fuck 12. <laughs> 
All right, sorry, go ahead. That's your first comment that's actually got us like good viewers and not like white supremacists with the fun NASCAR and stuff like that. Dude, I didn't know that was a thing until you told me. That's funny as hell, dude. Um Okay, so Miles Garrett winning defensive player of the year, that's pretty likely. I'll put that at two. Uh Rams finishing last in the AFC West, I'll put that at three. Chase Chase Young breaking the rookie sack record. That's four. Yo, uh, the sack record is 14 and a half, though. The rookie sack record. So he has to get 15 sacks. That's, that's almost one a game. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, five. I'm kind of I, – I, I want to say that the Saints will win the Super Bowl – but I could, you know, the since the NFL is expanding to the seventh seed, and Pitt was the seventh seed last year, and they played with a champion duck caller and a and an indented uh, quarterback last year. I, I I have to put Pittsburgh at five. I think that I mean, if they if Baltimore has injury troubles, they very well could cruise in to win the North. I mean, what does it take? Ten and six, eleven and five to win the North if Baltimore has injury troubles. So that'll be five. That division's so improved, they're gonna beat up on each other. I would like a nine and seven. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's that's pretty classic North play, though. I'll put the Saints at six. Saints winning the Super Bowl and Drew Brees MVP. <laughs> so I got what? I got Tampa Bay nuke and his and his Madden Creative Pro season. <laughs> and what? And what else? Oh, oh the uh, the Bay the Patriots. So here's my thinking, right? I don't think so. You and I have had this conversation before. The Bucks went eight and eight. Bucks went eight and eight, and they had a, seven and nine. Se- sorry, seven and nine. So the Bucks went seven and nine, and they had multiple games in which Jameis Winston late interceptions cost them. I don't think Tom Brady makes the same amount of mistakes. He wins them two to three more games. That gets them to nine and seven or ten and six. That's good enough to make the playoffs in the South. Well, that, that's good to make the playoffs. Really, ten and six. Yeah, should, ten, like, yeah, ten and six. Ten and six in general. Th- th- I mean, I, I, I can't. I gotta put nukes. I, I've already, I've already buried it enough that I gotta put it as my least likely. I, it is. It's so. I want to see it happen now. Now that this dude said it, but it's definitely the least likely. All right, I'll put the Bengals at seven. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> But that is more likely than the Buccaneers missing the playoffs. <laughs> All right, just a real final <laughs> recap. So Nick's got Green Bay missing the playoffs 100%. Like you think 100%. That's a lock. That's a mortal lock. Bet it. <laughs> mortal lock. I, I find a bookie that takes that and, and bet it. Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year, also a lock. Uh, we got Rams yeah. finished last. I think that's also a lock. That's, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to call it a mortal lock, but yeah, that's I'll, I'll lock it up. <laughs> Chase Young hits 15 sacks this season. It was God, four. How did you said that number? That's that's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I'll keep it. I'll keep it at four. You have that more likely than Pittsburgh winning the North, just for the for clarification here. Yeah, you got Pittsburgh winning the North at five, right? I'm sticking to my guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you got Saints Super Bowl and Drew Brees yeah. MVP at six. Yeah. Because it's the least likely of the next three. <laughs> I mean, it's the most likely of the next three. Like, then you got Bengals win more games than Patriots. 
Which Here's I, my, I, I don't see happen. If you think Jared Stidham was good enough for seven and nine or eight and eight, which a lot of the experts were saying, and then you add a guy like Cam Newton who can probably win you two games, you're talking about eight and eight or nine and seven, and we're talking about the Bengals winning nine, nine or ten games. In a division, would, in a division that includes the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, who are not very bad. I will say this. That is outlandish. It's very outlandish. But Joe, Joe Burrow has A.J. Green back, and Jonah Williams, their first-round pick, is back and healthy. So that's going to help sure up that offensive line. And they poured resources into that offensive line. They spent money on the defensive side of football. The Bengals low-key had a very good – off off season to where if they did some some wild stuff right if they shook shook some people like if they beat the ravens i'm not gonna be surprised i'm gonna be like oh, all right but sense. 10 10 wins jermaine no i'm trying to spin it i just can't do it dude. you're right and then eight we got tampa bay missing the playoffs and if oh, t- james winston threw 30 picks last year and had like 10 fumbles 40 turnovers if tom brady cuts and, that and still threw 30 touchdown passes and had him five and, and had him seven and nine seven and nine if tom and, brady and in and in mostly every game if tom brady cuts the mistakes by 75 percent, just by half let's just say just, half just half right so <laughs> 20 turnovers 20 turnovers. <laughs> That's easily a nine and seven football team. Like there's no way they're missing the playoffs. And then you got uh, the nuke nuke goes nuclear at nine. That's, with that's that is insane. 100. He does. He does one of three or, t- or I will say maybe two of three. There's I, no way he does three of three. I don't see two of three. I, if he does two or three, good on him. I want to see it happen because of this article now, but I don't see that, bro. All right, moving on to breaking breaking news. Let's try to just wrap this up in like five minutes because it's a tough subject, and I'm not. I'm this not is this it. is this is also, by the way, this is going to be a, a combination of subjects because we're going to combine this next segment into. <laughs> it's kind of going to be a large, drawn out Feynman Cutem. Yeah. So Washington Sexkins. You've I been think fine. They, I, I think they. I think they've chosen the name for us with this now. Yeah, obviously that's probably one of the one of the forty four not <laughs> not trademarked. Yeah, did already. did he trademark that? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. So, it's open. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there was an article released. Jermaine already alluded to it in the Washington Post that says fifteen women between the years of two thousand six and two thousand nineteen accused certain Redskins of sexual harassment and verbal assault. Right. There's also a bunch of stuff in there about Jay Gruden and wild sex parties and drugs and paying off officials. We're, well, we're that, gonna that, that wasn't in the article. That was that uh, that wasn't in the article, but that was a separate release around all this stuff. I think that was an, a meme, though. So was take, it? Take, take that with a grain of salt. I'm pretty sure it was posted on NFL memes. So uh, truth, truthful reporting by Nick Moynihan. <laughs> very, very not professional podcasting. But anyway, so 15 women have accused the Redskins of sexual assault and uh, se- sexual harassment and verbal assault, with some of these actions bordering on sexual assault. Uh, lewd comments about 
uh, wearing what the what the the clothing the women is wearing. They should wear tighter clothing. They should flirt with clients. Uh, repeated uh, advances on like, hey, come to my room, or hey, why don't we do a mentoring session or something like that. Um, between 2006 and 2019, some of the people who were some of the people involved, Jermaine. Oh man! So the list is uh... also also. By the way, if you think that if you think that these claims are anywhere false, the Redskins have not released a team statement. They have, however, hired An DC attorney. attorney Beth Wilkinson from a prominent DC firm, Wil- Wilkinson and Walsh. So they have hired a female attorney to deal with female sexual harassment cases and not released a statement to the public saying we condone this and these people have been let go. But who are, who are some of the people that are accused, Jermaine? Yo, that post got deleted, bro. Anyways, uh, some of the people that uh, were named in this article include some very high-level executives. So the voice of the Washington Redskins, Larry Michael, who was there for 16 years, was uh, cited in this. He actually retired this week. Uh, Alex Santos, the director of uh, professional personnel, was fired. (laughs) Richard Mann II, the assistant director of professional personnel, was fired. Dennis Green, the former president of business operations, le- uh, left in 2018. And Mitch Gershman, former chief operating officer, left in 2015. So these were some of the names that popped up in the article that just went on to just present multiple instances of just absolute asinine behavior. Uh, and I'm glad they got fired. Alex Santos in particular, that dude is a scumbag and he looks I don't, very I, schmarmy. I don't really wish a lot of ill on people and I believe in second chances, but that dude was a repeat offender. So if he lost his house, I don't think I'd shed a tear. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got to work hard for his second chance. Yeah. He's got a man. And, and if you, if, if you want to look more about how seriously the Redskins take this and, and maybe it's an admission of guilt, we talked about the hiring of the DC attorney. And also though, you look at minority owners, right? Jermaine have now hired minority owners who have a 40% stake in the team have now hired an investment banking firm to sell that stake. And it wasn't like they weren't making money. This is the seventh most valuable franchise in the NFL, valued at $3.4 billion. So if they think something's up, and it's not just the Redskins' name change, they wouldn't be trying to get out for that. I, you got to think that the owners are trying to get out for some sort of a toxic culture to get, out before, to get out before their value plummets. Yeah, 100%. So, uh so and this is this is the other way to corroborate it, right? Just a little fun little factoid about Dan Snyder's reign, which presided over this entire period from 06 to 2019. Um, this is his second run of minority owners that are trying to get out in 21 years of ownership. So that means uh, it takes about 10 years for someone to get fed up with Dan Snyder and want to sell their options in it. And uh, and if. So each one of these guys has probably about between 10 to 15, right? Because it's 40%. You divide it by three people evenly, it's 15%, right? 
15% of 3.4 billion is $510 million. Is that a lot of money? Uh, yeah, I, I believe that's a lot of money. So, huh. um, my couch cushions, uh, tell me that that's not a lot of money actually. <laughs> oh. It's just hanging around in couch cushions. You guys don't have that, uh, palling around. <laughs> so, um, the post that Nick was referencing was from NFL memes, IG and it was, and, uh, so I, I don't know if we should take that with the grain of, uh, with any kind of grain of truth. But. Yeah, that was that was that was sorry everybody. That was non-professional podcasting on my end. That's that's a, that's a string of thing I've been doing lately, Jermaine. Is just grabbing stuff off Instagram and and sending it to you as as gospel. I need to stop yeah. doing that. I need to look at my my facts a little bit better. Yeah, but like anyway, Max, I mean, Max Holloway got COVID, and then the other one was Masvidal versus McGregor in yeah, September yeah, yeah. for the BFF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, got played, homie. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've been getting played. I'm, I'm, I'm very bad right now with getting played. So I'm not really gonna get into any of the gory details. It was not a pleasant read. It's long and substantial, and it breaks down every, not every infraction, but the infractions of most of these individuals. So if you want to read that, it's on the, it's a Washington Post article that was released uh, sometime late this after, this evening. Or just uh, type in Washington Redskins sexual assault, and I'm sure it'll pop up. Yeah, I mean, hit the old googly box. But um, these women had, you know, 15 is a lot. And then on top of that, they had text messages as well as stories and incidents that other people can corroborate. So um, it was clearly a systemic culture that was, you know, more systemic stuff in America. Shocker. Yeah, so it's, rich it's not, people it's, being. It's, it's not a he said, she said. They have. They, if if you guys read the article, and I highly recommend you do, there's some pretty damning stuff in there. Uh, yeah, including it, including text messages. Yeah, yeah, like screenshots of text messages, and that's. Well, I guess I, I I guess the one thing that we could hope, right, is we could hope that the Washington Redskins organization is a outlier and not the standard for how women are treated in the NFL. That's, I guess, I guess that's my final sign off point from that. Yeah. So I hope so. Um, but you know, Carolina's previous owner was, was brought up on some of this or not him specific. Well, yeah, him specifically, right. He had yeah, a lot Jerry of Richardson. Yeah. He had a lot of this too. So I think it was like 15 women too, that accused Jerry Richardson of, of, of that stuff. So, yeah. So, all right, so we did it. We made it. Thirty-eight minutes, Nick. How do you feel about that? <laughs> well, we got it. We got to give the trivia question to the people first. All right. Well, I mean, I don't have the answer, so. <laughs> so, I asked, so I asked you guys at the beginning of the program. I asked, uh, in honor of Tiger Woods' return to the uh, the memorial this weekend, obviously of which he is one up through one round. So, if you want to place a little bit of cheddar, I believe he's plus fourteen hundred to win right now. I might end up doing that by the end of the night. I don't know. I'll probably see how he how he plays uh, in the second round. But I asked, how many events has Mister Woods won at least five times? The Memorial being one of them. Uh, he has won Jermaine seven events five times. Seven different events five times. God damn! I wasn't even close. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. I didn't Jack- get 50% of that number. <laughs> no. I almost I almost revealed it. I was almost like, nope, double it. And you still won't be there. But I didn't say that because I'm a professional. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Jack Nicholas and Sna- and Sam Sneed are both second on the list of winning a different event five times. They have three, Jermaine. So Tiger Woods, ha- t- three apiece, yes. So Tiger Woods has done it more times than both of them combined. Yes, Tiger Woods has done it more than both of them combined. Jeez. Somebody, somebody's ready for you to get off the podcast, Jermaine. Yeah, they're upset. I've been talking too long, apparently. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, for those of you who are listening, there someone's uh, car alarm is going off uh, outside. So, that's always fun. Holy cow, dude! Thirty-five wins at seven events. Talk about padding your stats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just—I mean, he—he he loves the courses. What can I say? He loves those courses, and he goes out there and gets a W. But right. then again, but then again, the Memorial is one of those courses. So, Woods plus fourteen hundred right now might be a nice little bet for some of you out there. Uh, yeah, let's put a hundred on it. All right, we'll talk about that off podcast. Yeah, okay, uh, hey, thanks for listening to Nick and Jermaine's uh, Room 303 podcast for another week. Uh, this is the second episode this week. Hopefully, that you like the shorter format. And we hit a p- podcast record at 40 minutes today, ladies and gentlemen. So, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. And as always, we'll be back with some more fun and exciting. Or, you know, just content. <laughs> just just regular content. Remember, like it, subscribe it, download it, rate it. Please, those four things help us out a lot. And uh, until next time, until uh, have a great weekend, stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, soon. Jermaine signing off. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> That's my-